I always find it interesting when people are always talking about like different cities and different places and stuff like that, how they're always describing the people. And they say people in this city are like this. Mm -hmm. And then my question always becomes, are you not like the people in the city? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like when people say, especially in Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta is a cap capital, which I believe it is. <laughs> so then the question becomes, how has living in the cap capital affected you? If, uh, greatly, if you're there. Yeah. For sure. And that's a part that I think is a is, is an interesting conversation um, that, I, that I'm starting to notice is just like, how, how much has the environment shaped you and how much have you transcended your environment? Yo, what's good, everybody? And this week's episode is brought to you guys by Skillshare. Guys, you know that Skillshare are our amazing partners. They are a one-of-a-kind online learning community where you can learn all types of amazing creative entrepreneurial and design skills. If you have not and got on Skillshare, go ahead and sign up for Skillshare immediately, guys. They have so many amazing courses like the Finding Your Purpose course. And as always, if you want to build up more skills, I highly advise you guys hop on the video editing. I don't know how many times I need to say it. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates and get yourself Skillshare for free. Yes, guys, I've said it so many times. It is free. You do not have to pay any money. There's no excuse to not level up financially, not level up creatively. So go to Skillshare.com slash roommates. Thank us later, and let's get to this week's episode. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back, Dallas, yes. Texas. We are here. We got a view? We got the view. You know Hope I mean? they can see the view, because I, I try to set it up as best as possible so everybody can see the view. I think, like, maybe in the Patreon episodes, what I'm going to do, I want to do that at night, and yes. we just lift it. yes. So they understand that the Patreon is the, yes. the nighttime. Yeah, so. exactly. You know what I mean? And we're going to be at the Victor, not the Victum. Yeah. So, and we're going to show you the view. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Dallas Triple D. You know, Triple D. You've been treating me well so far. I can't complain. Not at all. What yes, about you? Yes, yes, Now Nah, it's been dope. It's been dope. You know, excited about it. You know, continue to network, meet new people, continue to hopefully do some of the things you wanted to do. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Guys. As you know, we've been trying to hit our goal of 4,000 patrons. We're almost at 3,000. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank so you. So much. We appreciate you. So be sure to subscribe to our Patreon to get exclusive content. Patreon.com slash roommates, as always. Masculinity course is there for the next probably like 23 days right now. You get it for free on Patreon, so sign up, as well as all the additional courses we have on there and the networking and connecting sheet where like-minded men from all across the country and the world can meet up and connect and build with one another. Peace, I got a question for you. Yes. What is the difference between the manhood course and the masculinity course? Oh, no, this is good. This is good. So the way I thought about it is the manhood course is the skeleton of the man. Okay. So the, I created the manhood course and probably around last year when my students that I was coaching in Dallas 
were graduating high school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dang, I want to like give them a book so that they can be able to like have simple, easy steps to know just basic principles of succeeding life. Couldn't find a book that they would read. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I try to write my own. But writing a book has been extremely difficult for me mm. for the past couple of years. So I, I just have like 10-year writer, writer's block. So it's been challenging. So I couldn't write a book. So one day I just said, I want to just give them some easy steps. Like, yo, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Similar to Jordan B. Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. And that's when I created the 10 steps to healthy manhood. And so the manhood course is basically that. If you're a young guy, you have no direction, you don't know where to go, you don't have a dad, you don't have a brother, you don't have nothing, and you're like, okay, I want to have step-by-step things I can do to become the man that I want to be. Um, that's the manhood course. It's the basic, it's the fundamentals, it is 101. Gotcha. Love it. So it's a skeleton. Then um, the masculinity course to me would be like the the heart gotcha you know what i mean it's now the i forgot whatever system it's called like the nervous system it's the brain it's the eyes it's not putting meat it's the meat onto the skeleton that's what i was thinking no pun intended no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) so the masculinity courts is the meat onto the skeleton so once you've established yourself and you know basically okay what does it mean to be an independent man now there's there's different things that you as a man have to have, skills that you need to have that most guys, especially nice guys, don't understand. Mm, mm. A lot of nice guys, they know how to be sweet, know how to be caring, they know how to be supportive, they know how to be loving, They they know all these things, but when it comes to getting respect from other men, when it comes from growing in corporate America, when it comes to attracting the woman that you want, there's a certain level of masculinity, Mm. right? And so, to me, manhood is becoming an independent adult male. That's manhood to mm-hmm. me. So, then masculinity is the type of energy a successful, dominant male exudes. Um, and that comes from all the things we talk about in the course. So, to me, it's similar to, like, your body, you have the heart, you have the brain, you know, you have you have all these different things that help you function, help you thrive. So in a masculinity course, I teach guys about these things, like um, like being ambitious. Like a lot of guys don't realize that. Like having a plan and going after things in life impresses people. You know, when I meet guys and I and you talk to them and say, Oh, what's your plan? A lot of guys are like, Well, I'm just figuring it out. Nothing's wrong with that, but the type of energy to a guy who's figuring out is different than the type of energy that you meet with a guy who's like, oh, yeah, my plan is to be this and to achieve this. And I have this step and this step. Like I was talking to this one dude who told me that um, on the unfiltered, he said he wanted to major in poli sci. He was majoring in poli sci. And in my brain, I'm like, poli sci is a crappy major unless you're trying to run for office. Right. And I asked him, what is his plan? He said, my plan. He said, poli sci with criminal justice is my plan. Um, I want to become a police officer and then I want to work my way to the DEA office. I also, then I want to run for DEA. Then I want to run for more public offices. And my win is white house somewhere in the white house. Mm. I like, that's an ambitious guy. That's a guy going somewhere. He ready. He told me he graduates in December. He said he already got his police job taken. He already knows who's to connect with. 
That kind of guy is going places. And so those are all the things that I think a lot of guys just they, they just don't know, man. They I didn't know these things. And you know, these are all things that just help you become the man that you've always desired to be. Yeah, no, it's a really, really good uh explanation because I know that some of the guys have been asking either in the comments or in the DMs what's the biggest difference. I want you to get the opportunity to really yeah. share that biggest difference. Cause you know what it sounds like to me, there's a part one is manhood. Yes. Start the fire. Yes. Part two is masculinity, pour gasoline on that mug and then watch, you know, your life take yes, off. So yeah. I think that's a really good explanation, brother. And I, I have to talk about that. I try not to, but there's always little people who say things and I try not to give them too much energy, but unfortunately sometimes I just do. And then this is one of the times I do. Probably had at least 4,000, 5,000 people take the course. 4,995 love it. Five have complained. Hmm. Right, two of them. It's so this is how this is how bad some of these guys are. They took the course. Two guys literally called their bank and said this was a fraudulent charge. The mother mothers. Yeah, they did not do that. They did that. They said it was a fraudulent charge to get their money back. You think just because they didn't like the course, or yeah? Just, oh, wow. Because to me, it's like. It can't be a fraudulent charge. I don't have your information. Yeah. I don't have your card. Yeah. You bought it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way for you to accidentally purchase something. Exactly. You know what I mean? You put the card information in there. You, you the typed it in there. You typed it in there. You know? <laughs> and so, um, so have to dispute a couple of those and show them, like, receipts. Like, no, this person bought it. Yeah. Because sometimes this one dude bought it, like, three months ago. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? So... It's it's unfortunate because the 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 company kind of um like will find you money if you mm. get a fraudulent charge. So having to dispute that one, and then a couple of guys ask for their money back, and in the words of Dave Chappelle, <laughs> "Good people of Detroit, you will never get your money back." <laughs> and they and and their points were that's not what I thought it was going to be, mm. and. My thing is this, when I think about helping guys, me personally, I know guys don't like long books. Mm. I know most men don't like sitting in classes for hours. Yeah. Do you like sitting in classes no. for hours? No, I'm distracted. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't let women be in <laughs> I'm really distracted. So I knew that if I wanted to help guys ask Simply as possible. I have to condense stuff. You do. I have to condense it. And, and, and there's no fillers, no filler episodes, straight meat, straight content. Every single minute is jam-packed with as much information as possible. So to me, I was like, instead of giving them a six-hour course with each step being 45 minutes long, let me give it to them a short, brief one similar to the masculinity course. So I condensed the courses to make it very digestible for especially for the younger guys and the older guys. 99.999 are great. The few complain. Mm. But then I ask them, has it helped your life? What they say? No response. And this one guy said, well, I've done it all already. I said, well, who's, what does that mean to me? Yeah. You know what I mean? What does that mean to me that you did it already? I don't get the point. You mean, you didn't like, what's, what was his point by? You, like, oh, because I did it already. I want my money back. So you took the course and now you get your money back after you take the course? Yeah. 
That, that's not how life works. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? And and, and so go to, back to the man. <laughs> Start over. Try that again. Yeah. And so to me, it's things like that. Um, so I mean, obviously, there's no perfect system where you're gonna meet a bunch of perfect guys. And this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. and what we do at the roommates far, so far from average. Guys are so positive. Guys are so great. Yeah, agree. But agree. like I said, there's a lot of those kind of guys who, in my opinion, that's just not how life works. You know, like I, I personally can't take if there was a course that said real estate 101. I know a little bit about real estate. I take the course and then I'm like, oh, I've learned this in, in, before. I can't get a refund. It is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, well, at least I, at least I know I'm on the right path. Exactly. So at least I know. Okay, boom. This course is refreshing. That the things that I'm currently doing, I'm good. Yeah. And so there's a lot of guys. There's guys who make millions here. There's guys who make. Hundreds of dollars a month. A month. Both guys understand the value in all of these things. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, to me, there's oh, there is those guys who complain, but almost all the guys who take it, it helps because to me, these are things I apply to my life, and these are things I teach my friends, and the results are in. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You know, um, the results speak for themselves. Yeah. The testimonies speak for themselves. And you, as a person, as you live your life, it speaks for yourself. The success, the people you hang out with, is literally all in that video. Yeah. So you know, if they heard something we said or you said numerous times, like, hey, we saying that for a reason. This yeah. is not something that we just saying over and over again for no reason at all. So hopefully they they can get it, yeah. digest it, and apply anything into their life. And, you know, make it work. Yeah. And, and I remember this one guy, like I said, there's only like five people that complain. So I want to make that clear. This one guy, he said, he was like, um, I didn't think it was going to be a YouTube video. And I was like, what are online courses? They're videos. Expectations, reality. You know like, what I mean? Like, yeah, what exactly. are online courses? They're yeah. videos. Yeah. Like, if you take an online course from Harvard University, it's going to be videos. Exactly. You know? And so I'm like, what do you mean you didn't expect it to be? It's a, vi- it's like. I made it the, on the easiest platform because I could have put it on a Skillshare or one of these other course websites that I thought about. But I was like, you have to create a user account and a password yeah. and have to be able to go here to access it. I was like, let me make it super easy. I, I'm just trying to make it easy for everybody. Yeah. Most people meet us, met us on YouTube. Let's just put it on YouTube, make it really easy for them on YouTube. So, you know, that that's the, that's the thing that to me sometimes is like guys who complain because those, those kind of guys, to me, are always complaining about something. And to me, especially with the course, because I know somebody asked me to have fees. If the course is so helpful and so beneficial to young guys, why do you charge them money? He's like, why are you, why are you making people pay for Patreon and the courses? If it's, if it's so important, why did you put it behind a pay, paywall? And I don't know if I told, I don't know if we talked about this before. I know I shared it before on my unfiltered show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the biggest reason was I learned that you have to teach men how to fish. Yep. You have to. Yeah, give them the tools. You have to give them the tools, and you have to make them sacrifice for invest. what they want and yeah. invest, yeah. sacrifice for what they want. Yeah, they got to buy into it yes. so they can be taken seriously. Yes. Like you said, if you just baby them, give them all the answers, enable them, yeah. you know, you're not teaching those boys to become men. Yes. You know, for boys to become a man, they have to sacrifice, they have to invest, they have to endure all the hard things. Yeah. And part of that is investing a little bit of money. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit of money. Yeah. It ain't like you charging 5000 Like yeah, yeah, It's yeah, a yeah. little bit of money. Yeah. And... um. 
And yeah, once you have those tools, that that guy can take whatever skill that he learned and he can go put good quality work in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to buy in. So yeah, you have to charge. We, I mean, first of all, we put up a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> That's number one now. So this course, if, we, if you're going for something specific and you're teaching and you're trying to be uh, intentional, engaging with these people, the price has to be what the price is. Yeah, and I love your point because I think about every great movie, the main character um, in some in movies will have like this mentor, like this mythical mentor, like a Mr. Miyagi figure. Mm -hmm. And there's answers that the person needs to be successful. But the main, but the the mentor never gives them the answers immediately. He takes them on a journey where you gotta work to get these answers. And what men understand is that you can't spoon feed people, you can't baby them. You have to you have to teach them how to get things with their hands. Exactly. And to me, I thought about it like even going back to the course. Initially, I put the course for free on on. Um, on uh, Patreon, the kind, and then people were taking the course. A bunch of people, people took the manhood course. Then when I started selling it, people from Patreon would hit me up and be like, "Hey man, X Y Z happened. I lost my girl. I lost my job. This happened. I need the manhood course. I can't find it." I'm like, "Well, now you got to buy it." And what happened was when they watched it the first time around, it was free, so it was like TV. Background noise. It was background noise. You put it in, oh, this is cool. Another video. You know, oh, Feast is telling me this. It was cool. But then the guys, remember this one guy was such a powerful message, man. And I I know this guy. There's so many layers to this. It's not, it's just not about me, it's just about the mindset of men. Some guy hit me up on Christmas and he said, Merry Christmas, Hafiz. I just want to let you know I got $50 for Christmas. I used that money. And I, and I bought the course that I've wanted to buy for the past couple of months. I'm, 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 I'm taking notes right now. I'm watching right now. Thank you so much for all that you do. That message was so powerful to me. Mm -hmm. And here's why it was so powerful. For you to take your Christmas money, instead of to buy Call of Duty, instead of to, you know, do the subscription, instead of to do whatever things that people are doing, and to take it to invest in your future, that mindset that might like it's, 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 to me, it's not about the course. It's not like my course, my information is everywhere, but it's getting you into the, that mindset to sacrifice, to give, to pour, to invest. And that young man to, to do that, I know he's going to be successful. hundred percent, man. It's just, it's just the energy, man. Ugh. That's how you get to the next level with sacrifice and investing. Yeah. You, you can look at, you know, you can look at it just education wise. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to go to high school. But guess what? If you want to make more money or find better careers or whatever the case may be, you have to invest in college. Yeah. Or you got to invest in the trade school and yeah. you got to continue to go up. It's always going to be investment and sacrifice no matter what area you want to improve in. Yeah. And most of the time, it's going to be time and it's going to be money. Yeah. Welcome to the real world, yeah, fellas. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, so that's the thing. If you want to continue to grow, continue to push and level up, yeah. if we have sacrificed time. So much money, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that, that is a part of the level up process and yeah. becoming, you know, the man that you want to be and having that masculine energy to exude. You only get that if you put time in and you invest. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. And, and that's the thing I was on the course when I was talking about, like, tapping into your masculinity. If, if you take a man, and I'm not picking on any of these guys, and you take a man... And let's say you you put him around children all the time, and all his job 
going back to were you did you show me this video? Which video? That um a rising stay at home dads did I show you the video? No, nah, I don't think you showed me nothing. Okay. <laughs> a so, rise of stay at home dads? Yeah, so, no, there, so there's this video, I believe by CNBC which talked about there's a rise in stay at home dads. Lord. Okay. Yes. So what was going on was a rise in stay at home dads where um a lot of men were married to women who earn more. Okay. And similar to um, other articles about the two income trap, they realized that, you know what, the man's money is always going to like childcare and to, you know, food and to things of upkeeping the child where, man, like, it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. if this one guy's wife was a doctor and he was like, um, I forgot what job he was. It's like like, like a low trade, a low, even a low, a low skilled job, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say working at a factory. So he so he stayed at home and raises the kids. No shame to any man mm -hmm. who stays at home to raise his kid. Everybody has to do what God's called him to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to shame anybody yeah. or say you're lesser than the man for doing so. Um, but it was interesting seeing, hearing those guys talk. Mm. And in all due respect, there wasn't a lot of masculinity they would exude when they talked. And in my opinion, it's because of their job. Mm. They're with their babies all the time. Yeah. So when you're around babies and little kids all the time and you're not really working, you're not and, and they're and you're not around other men, you're not, you know, competing or doing building, you're when you're doing that, you now tap into a lot of that feminine energy. And so when you see these guys, they seem very feminine. Yeah. And like not like in a no offense, not like a, a rainbow feminine, but more of like you can tell like, you know, if someone broke into the house, he gonna run behind her. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, like and so um so when I saw that, I was like, oh, so that's what happens. The environments will will shape what kind of energy you exude. So I realized that if men want to tap into the masculine energy, they got to start doing these masculine things, which we talked about in the courses as well. Exactly. You can't. You cannot get masculinity or masculine energy without putting in those masculine efforts yes. and traits. Yes. So that's the thing. Like literally taking a step of investing into the masculinity course yes. is a masculine thing. Yes. So in order for you to get better at that, you have to start making those kind of decisions. And I think we've been preaching that in several different ways where we say, hey, you got to lead this girl because she's not treating you right. That's a masculine decision. It is. You have to leave your city because you're too comfortable or whatever the case may be. That's a masculine decision. Yeah. All this stuff is around the same thing. Yeah. So if you've been listening to this, we've been preaching it in, in that way for a very long time now. So when we give or when you give a course out for that, it's still the same steps. Because yeah. if you can take this step, yeah. each step is going to require greater sacrifice, greater time, greater money. But as you get used to it, yeah, you understand that, okay, I know as I make this sacrifice, it's going to lead me to my vision. It's going to lead me to my purpose, lead me to what I want to be in this world. So you might as well just start now. Yeah, so masculinity course, patreon.com, that's some roommates. Check it out. Yes, Lord. So we're living in Dallas, Texas now. Yes, yes, yes. Finally in Dallas, Texas. You used to stay in Houston. I used to stay in Houston as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm in Atlanta. Yeah. I was in Atlanta. I'm sorry, I was in Atlanta. Lord Jesus, you right? Need some water? I'm good. John Mark, John Mark, get this man some water, please. <laughs> um, so now we're in Atlanta. How would you describe 
so far the culture in Houston, the culture in Dallas, and the culture in Atlanta? Where do I begin? Uh, I'll start with Atlanta. Okay, go ahead. Atlanta culture, uh, to me, is literally like, I think it's one big college. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of uh, these young, inspiring college students, even creators, um, I know acting and modeling is big down there. Obviously, Lord Jesus, the music industry. (laughs) So, you know, that place is there for especially, you know, black people and it's a black Mecca where they're just there, you know, interacting, conversating, maybe a little touching each other. (laughs) Just all kinds of stuff going on. Whatever goes on in college, that's how I feel about Atlanta. Obviously, I've been saying that Atlanta is the cap capital of the world. Um, if you ain't got no charger with some rims on it, no chains, mm-hmm. um, no Balenciaga shoes, don't even don't even try to talk to her. <laughs> don't even try. She that's what she wants. That's what she's looking for. Um, so yeah, when I'm in Atlanta, I feel like I have to put on my Atlanta avatar dang mm-hmm. there to like even be seen. But um, so that's how I feel about Atlanta. It's a, a place where you can connect if you really want to be in those industries. It's gonna take a while because kind of everybody doing the same thing. Um, but you know, it's a college party, having a good time, uh, town. I wouldn't live there. Way too much temptation. Mm-hmm. Way it just is way too much temptation. Assets everywhere, right? Yeah. Amen. Okay. So Houston to me is um a city a lot of rich culture. Okay. You know, you got the it's one of the most diverse cities in in all of America. Um, I think the uh, the food is amazing, and Houston has like I would say ride or die people. Mm. Like if you're from Houston, like that it's a it's a different level of pride, you know, when you're mm. from Houston, and that's why you see a lot of, you know, people that are in the you know the third wars or the fifth wars or the Fofo Acres homes, you know, Harm Clark, all those like different places. They are they rep Houston so heavy. Uh, because that's kind of how our rappers and influencers was. So that's why you see a lot of people have, you know, like Houston tatted on them or the uh, city or wherever highway they stay off of, 45, 59, wherever the case may be. Like Houston is like, they, they ride or die for, for their city. And um, it's a lot of, uh, how can I put it? Houston to me is a lot of like people that like to have a good time. But because of the environment it is, it's not as upscale classy as it could be. Mm. Because I think just, you know, since it's so close to the Gulf, you got hurricanes. It's basically built on a swamp, so you got bad flooding. So a lot of the people that can enrich the community and enrich Houston as a whole, you know, especially these different industries like the tech industry, the finance industry, they don't really pick Houston. Um, So to me, Houston really just built off the port. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's really about it. Maybe and oil and gas. That's yeah. really it. Um, so as far as like the upscale, classy people, I mean, obviously it has a session there. It's just not enriched. Now Dallas is like it's like a middle child version of Atlanta and like the big brother of Houston. And mm-hmm. they had you know they just together. They just had a baby. You got yeah. Dallas. Dallas yeah. is a is a good mixture of all cultures. You can get the upscale side. You can find the ratchet side. You can uh you can find the countryside and you can find a neighborhood to raise your family. Yeah. You know, at the same time and you can really just be in that neighborhood and that neighborhood has everything. Um so that's kind of how I put all three of those cities. Okay. Now I, like I, was, I said a lot though, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> now I was curious. I was curious because, you know, 
See, I lived in all three of them as well for, you know, at least two. Houston, Dallas, Atlanta. Yeah. That's my ranking. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's that. I would rather. <laughs> Houston, Dallas, then Atlanta. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> now, I, I think, I think to me, I, I, I agree with you with the Atlanta stuff. You know, Atlanta does have this pretentious culture a little bit. Yes, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's really rampant. It's honestly yeah. sad. Yeah. Um and so I always find it interesting when people are always talking about like different cities and different places and stuff like that, how they're always describing the people. And they say people in this city are like this. Mm-hmm. And then my question always becomes are you not like the people in the city? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, when people say, especially in Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta is a cap capital, which I believe it is. <laughs> so then the question becomes, how has living in the cap capital affected you? If, uh, greatly, if you're there. Yeah. For sure. And that's a part that I think is, a, is, is an interesting conversation. Um, that I that I'm starting to notice is just like how how much has the environment shaped you, and how much have you transcended your environment? Mm. It's big, it's big. You know, because I think for most people, in my opinion, they're not really true individuals. I hear. Okay, I see and, where we're going. Today. Yeah, <laughs> I see where we're going today. And they're not really like true, true individuals. Meaning that, like, everything that you do is based upon you mm-hmm. and yeah. what you wanted to do. What you like to do. What you like to what do. What you like to wear. Exactly. Things like that, yeah. Because I I don't find many people to be just leaders like that. I hear you. You know, leaders to be such a trendsetter that when everyone's going left, you're going right because you just like to go right. Yeah, yeah. And so. Go the grain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking about that. And I'm and, and and so that's something that I wonder for men and for women. We'll get canceled with women later, so we can stay with men right now. <laughs> I'm just so curious about how how you as a man are affected by your environment. No, you are. Yeah. Like hundred and ten percent you like everybody. How have you been affected by your environment in a positive and in a negative way? That's a very good question. Um you just talking about city as a whole? I'm going to go. I would say um, with uh, being effective, effective negatively as far as Houston, I would say Houston is one of those cities that you can make it very, very comfortable for you. You can make it uh, your own because it's like even with the type of music and the influencers that um, – that really, you know, had a huge hand on shaping the culture of Houston. You think about the music, the chopped and screwed. You think about the the main thing that, you know, those influencers indulge in, which probably was marijuana and what they call the the purple drink. You know, everything is basically kind of slowed down in Houston. And, uh, and it's to the point where, Nobody really strives to um, really leave the city. It's not a lot of people that are. Like, I never ever. I never even thought about leaving the state when I went thinking about going to college. Never even thought about it. Yeah. Um, and I think just because I Houston was so big in my eyes 
that it was so much more that I can discover and, and really figure out what's going on. But to the point where once you, it's not that much to discover as far as like, if you are a young, ambitious guy, Mm -hmm. you know, once you are, you're there, you can make it super, super comfortable. And I think that a lot of people get trapped in that comfortable living. That's about you. Oh, I'm talking about, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of people are like that. And I feel like I was like that too, as far as just being comfortable and picking a job and staying in the city and just, you know, there, that's it. Yeah. Um, just because, like I said, I think it's it's a super chill, laid back kind of just uh, city. How it affected me positively, I think it just it surrounded me with different people that I never would have really just came around. Yeah, you know, because growing up in Childview, it was really just I hung out with with the blacks, in which I was a little bit different. I was probably my parents didn't make that much money. I would say slightly above average. Mm-hmm. And everybody else was either uh, average or lower middle, like or lower class. Like yeah. so, being around them, like I, of course, I assimilated to their culture to a certain extent. My dad was crazy, so I had to respect him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also being around a lot of Hispanics. Yeah. Now, when I went to the University of Houston, that ex- ex- expanded my entire horizon as far as making friends. You know, like I was—I don't know if I ever told you—I don't think there was one African at my school, like not one. It was Jamaican. <laughs> but it wasn't one African at my school. And, you know, lo and behold, m- most of the people that I hang out with from uh, from U of H are Africans. Yeah. You know? And uh, and it was just being exposed to, you know, th- those kind of culture and those the type of people because it's I can see a, dis- a, uh, a difference in African people and in black people. I can see where one side does really good and the other side does really good and bad as well yeah. on both sides. So, you know, the natural learner I am, I can uh, like get good parts of both sides and try to apply it to my life. Like, yeah. man, you know, even, yeah, I don't even know if Francis knows this, but I intentionally chose to live with him just yeah. because he has a lot of things that I feel like I can get be better at. Mm-hmm. Like structure, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, organization, um, yeah. you know, Things like that and, and just even living with you, even living with the house, to me, to best learn from people, you have to be around, even discipleship. You yeah, are like, yeah. you know, you gotta live life on life. So to really just get that that discipline that Francis has, yeah. you know, I was like, man, I can sacrifice however many months, whatever the lease is, year or two, whatever the case may be, to get better at discipline. So I would feel like, I felt like that's how Houston positively affected my life because it gave me a different kind of culture and people culture and people that I never thought I'd be around. Yeah, no, that's cool. I think Atlanta, what I've learned is there's a level of, um, there's a, to me, I think I have an obsession with people being nice to me. I can see that. I have an obsession with that. Uh, yeah, I can see that. And when people are nice to me, it really makes me mad. It bothers you. It bothers me. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's a little like, insecurity there. <laughs> Do we gotta talk about it? You wanna open it up? <laughs> it's, not, it's not. What happened, Hafiz? What was her name? Listen, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> it's it's odd because to me, it, it it like I said, it came from a place where when I was younger, this was normal. You know, you're right. You're like, absolutely. like things were. You, you met my dad, super friendly guy, yeah, amazing man. My mom is, you know, and then brothers. Like, <laughs> Why you do your mom like that? It was just funny the way you oh, did. Yeah. We could cut it out, but that was just funny. My mom, you know. 
<laughs> we can cut it out, but that shit was funny as hell, though. I'm sorry. You know, and so so to me, like I I appreciate that. And and so there's like this expectation in my brain where everybody has to be nice to everybody. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. as I got older, I started to see that people weren't all nice to you, but they were nice to other people. Yeah, yeah. And I never had a problem with people who were mean to everybody. Yeah, everybody gets the same everybody treatment. Everybody gets the same treatment. You, you okay, cool it is what it is. You just ruined But then to me it was like when I see that you're really nice to person A and treat the other person really bad, I don't like that. Even for me, I try to work on that myself. And so living in Atlanta is so much of a qualifier <sighs> The it's a standard. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like people will see. Okay, who are you, and how should I treat you? Exactly. Just off looks. Just yeah. right there. Who are you? How should I treat you? So, to me, I felt that way, especially if I'm being honest with you, less with guys because I've never had a problem with men being at the bottom and guys treating me well. Like it had this weird thing where. Even though at Troy I was on scout team, I was one of the most known guys on the team. A lot of people mm. know me. They love me. Yes, most people at Troy don't know who I am. Mm. I was on the scout team player, yeah. right? And then um, when I was in high school, I tell the story all the time. My sophomore year, I was third string junior varsity, yeah. cornerback. Yeah. But all the seniors, they know who I am. Like, I walked down the street and people saw me all the time. They were seen. They were starting varsity and I was just a third stringer. But I've never had a problem with meeting guys and them treating me well for the most part never have being at the bottom mm. which is why like even doing a show it's interesting like like sometimes i'll be like it's cool how nice certain guys are even though they're doing way better than you like a patrick better jose yeah. or ams or stefan or lewis yeah. that's been my life guys who are at the top of the mountain i'm at the bottom of the you know with the regular commoners and they've always treated me like i was with them well you're a middle child now huh you're a middle child now what does that mean? Like you have like people you aspire to be, and then you're in the middle. Yeah. And then you have people that aspire to be like you, like Jayco. I'm a little bro and big bro all at once. Okay. Yeah. I understand it, but how does that go with my story? Well, I'm just saying that like like you're not at the bottom no more. You got people. Oh, you're saying you. I'm at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was never. I honestly was never technically at the bottom, but you know what I mean. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying, brother. You do some good spice to the story. Yeah. Just add spice to the story. So. With women, mm. I felt that way. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Let's, there we let's go. Get now we're opening let's up. Get, let's get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> now we're opening up. So there's a part of me that is like, I just want you, I don't want to, I don't want to date you. I don't want to marry you. I don't want to sleep with you. I just want you to be nice to me. How can I be nice to me? You know what's so funny? I'm sorry. While you were telling your story, I was like, Chris is giving a pretty long answer. Oh, and now I'm giving like a crazy even longer <laughs> answer. <laughs> but but I feel I feel that way. I'm like, all I want you to be is kind. What needs to happen for you to be kind to me? Yeah. That's what Atlanta has done to me. It's done to me chains, buying stuff, sections, bottles, this. You know what I mean? Like, so to me, that's how it's affected me. That there is like this level of, I just want people to be nice. So there's a persona. There's like, a, like a jacket you got to put yes, on or something. Yes, you know, like, a, just, like an avatar yeah, or something. You yeah. know, 
all this jewelry, maybe she will notice me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so and so to me, I feel like that's how it's really shaped me. Mm. You know, it's really shaped me in that manner. And and the cap of women is that stuff doesn't matter. What life has shown me is that it does. It does matter. It it it, it changes. It, it matters in the initial stage of how she's going to treat you. Yeah. They they don't know that's the real answer, but that is the real answer. It definitely does matter. 100%. Let's get canceled pre-show. Love it. Couple in season 1, um that cornerback who played in Houston, who went to the Raiders, the one he said wasn't good. Yeah, I, you want me to say his name? No, you don't got to. You know, I know you exactly what you're talking remember about. Remember his sister? Yes. Remember when she came on the podcast at one time? Yes. And I remember during that first episode, you know, season when I was just wild, wilder. And I made a point where I said, I want to start treating less attractive girls better. Yes. Because I was like, I felt like I treat them not the same as I treat the attractive girls. And I felt like that. And then she was just, oh, my gosh, that's so messed up. I said, in all honesty, we all do that. We all do that. We yeah. all treat certain people better than others. And she was like, no, I treat everybody the same. Capitan. Capitan. And I was like, well, if Obama, President Obama walked in the room and a homeless man walked into the room, you're not treating them the same. It's the truth. So, yeah, so so to me, I think that's like the big thing that when women say you don't need to do all that for us to be kind to you, I'm like, you don't know yourself. No, no, you don't know yourself at all. Not at all. They got that. They, they, and then they going to give me a list of what they like. They want from a man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's a, that's the thing, man. They definitely uh, you have to have this this custom look to you to get some kind of respect level and some kind of attention. It's the reason why that song Notice Me is with the Migos. Yes. Like literally, yeah. if I put all this jewelry on, I know she's going to notice me. Yeah. And so I think to me, that's how Atlanta has affected me in a negative way. Even sometimes the way I talk, I love Stefan, bro. I consider Stefan my, um, my like swag fashion mentor. Yeah. Like I feel like he's my lifestyle mentor. Stefan Doval is yeah. my lifestyle mentor. He be living. Yes. He lives. And I, <laughs> I see myself talking like him all the time. Uh, no, 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 no. Brother, you had picked up some matter. <laughs> I'm not even going to I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not saying that some things, like you put a sentence, like an extra word in there, like, oofie. <laughs> that sounds very similar. <laughs> yeah, man, it's going to be crazy. Bottles everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, man, about 50 people just pulled up right now. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, God. oh man, shout out to Duval. Shout man. out to Duval, man. Could I I be saying I'm like, yeah, I got some business partners coming into town. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you and, didn't used to say that. It's the truth. That's the crazy thing. It's a true statement. Yeah. But now he's saying I have I'm to like, say it. Yeah. But to me, it's like I'm saying all these things because in my brain I know. Like it's like this Atlanta thing where, like, bro, yeah. if you ain't making moves, they don't care. If you're not doing exactly. this, they don't care. So you're not doing it. You're just doing it because you want people to be nice to you. That's yeah. where it comes down to. You yeah. really just want people to be nice to you and treat you decently. So you have to put on this "I'm a superhero" so that you know you can get decent treatment. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's good and it's bad. Okay, you know because I think sometimes it's like you can't be. What I like about you. Is that you can be in the room and people cannot treat you well, it doesn't bother you. Yeah, it doesn't. So you don't you don't need like not saying you like being disrespected. Oh no, that's but, that's crazy. But I'm you don't crazy. need the level of respect that I or Stefan would need. Yeah. 
to be somewhere. And I think I think it's really just environment and, and personalities. Cause I cause like I like I, I say this all the time. I'm cool with going out with just y'all. Yeah. Every, every like these women, alcohol bottles, whatever the crap we do, that's just extra bonus. Yeah. Like I'm like hanging out with my friends and laughing at y'all. Yeah. You know, so if they come in and they act a fool, it's like, just kick them out. Mm. I mean, I, I'm not here for you anyway. Yeah. Kick them to the curb. Kick them to the curb. So that's a negative part about me and Atlanta. That's the part where I'm like, yo, I got to get some of this out of me. You know, I got I to gotta get more comfortable with, you know, people looking down upon you, people treating you, you know, a certain way, you know, so. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, because if you are drive yourself crazy yeah, yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to get everybody's basically yeah. approval. And yeah, I, 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 I definitely... Agree. There's a there's a line where it's like, are you assimilating to a certain yeah, culture, yeah, yeah. or are you improving? Yes. Or getting better, or you know, because sometimes you do like if you're trying to, how can I put this? If you're trying to fish, let's just say you're fishing for women. Mm-hmm. There's there's you can throw bait out there, a different kind of bait. You can throw you know lures out there. You can throw worms out there. You can throw whatever. But if you want the best kind of bait for the bigger fish. You got to throw basically a small fish that is alive, that can swim, that can move the uh, fishing uh, the fishing line so a bigger fish would come and you can catch that fish. Yes. So some of these women, you have to change up your bait. Yeah. So some of it is the jewelry. Yeah. You know, some of it, it can't even be tattoos. It can be the car you drive. It can be the, the place you stay yeah, at. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's different levels of like of bait or you can bring people in attraction. Part of that to me is just really figuring out what is your true intention behind the decisions you're making. If your intent is is to do good, then it's like to me that's just improving. Yeah, you know, it's just you have to you have to level up anyway. You know, like yeah. even t- like saying like my step was even just buying in a car. Like yeah. I knew, like I had to make that stuff any like anyway, and I had the ability to trust in myself that I'm not gonna let a car change my character, mm-hmm. no matter what car it is. You know, or if I want to get an apartment, I don't care how high high up I am. It shouldn't never just change my character. Yes, you're improving, and you can say like you're assimilated to somebody's culture, and and you can get the status and respect that comes with making those decisions. But long as you're you you are moving with good intention, yeah, and you want to just add a little bit more jewelry, or you want to you know be like, man, you know what, I want to upgrade my fashion. You want to do all these things. Mm-hmm. Like there's benefits from for for that you yeah. get the women, but also you improving yourself and you making yourself happy. That's the main thing. No, that's true. The the intentions definitely matter. So so yeah. So like similar to you, I I agree. Like it's um depends. Yeah, it, it depends. depends. It's, there's good things about it. There's bad things about it as well. Um, and so that's like the that's like the 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 big thing here. Like even like yesterday, like going out. I hate going places and then like not being able to get in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, but see, but see, my thing is, once you're exposed to a new certain level of living in life, it's hard to go backwards. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I don't think that's a, I mean, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> if I'm going out, I'm not waiting in the line no more. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm bougie or yeah. like I'm worse of a person. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I would do it if I have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I absolutely have to. Yeah. But if if we have the ability to just walk up and get straight in, yeah, yeah y'all mess me up on yeah. that. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm used to that lifestyle yeah, now. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, so um, like Vivo. Yeah, yeah like yeah, we did yesterday. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. I looked at him up, rolled my put my sunglasses <laughs> down, looked at him like, yeah, you see me? <laughs> you see us? We're doing fine. We're yeah. doing fine. So yeah. 
Um, I think I think like I said, if it doesn't change your character, yeah, it is fine. Now, like some of these, but see, that's the thing. Like you have put the work in, you have healed, you have you are. You know, teaching people, you have the mentors, you have the, the friends, you have the family, you have all the background, so you won't get swayed yeah. at all. Most of these guys, they get, you know, some level of success and status, and they haven't worked on their self-control, they haven't worked on their healing, haven't worked on whatever they got going on in, inside of them, then they can change yeah. their character, make them snobby, make them entitled, and now you got the rude guys, you yeah. know, out there, so... And then Atlanta, simple. I'll just do this one shortly. Positively is I think living in that city, like knowing that you can compete in Atlanta, makes you makes you feel like you can compete everywhere. Yeah, it's it's kind of that New York City thing. You can make it here. You can make it anywhere. It's yeah. It's literally easy. Yeah. yeah so I so can see that. that. I think that's the benefits of being from Atlanta. Is like now going places like you feel like oh no 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 I belong. I belong. I'm from. Yeah. I'm from Atlanta. You know, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, that's yeah. one. That's 100 yeah. true. If you can make it in Atlanta, you can make it, especially with these women. Yeah, you can get anywhere, anybody, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. So I think it's important what we just did for guys to be able to do that, to be able to be like, okay, like really the environment that I'm in right now. How has that shaped me? What has that given me? What strengths? What weaknesses? Because a lot of people just don't know. Yeah. A lot of people when they when they talk because you know to make it clear when we talk about what people do wrongly, a lot of those things we struggle with. Yes. And we know what we do wrong all the time. So it's never like a lack of awareness. Like oh, people today do this. People today do no, like, no, like no. for example, like with the phones, we talk crap all day. Like people today are always on their phones. Yeah. And I realized, I said, for me to go out and not to touch the phone for an hour, I can't even do it. It's hard. I can't do it. I'll let you know that now. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like there's a level of accountability where, yes, as much as you want to definitely call out the BS other people's uh, in the world and other people's lives as respectfully as possible, you got to make sure you're checking yourself. 100%. 100%. We say it all the time. Like This this is a round trip. Yeah. We're speaking into the camera and it's coming back to us. It's not just in one way. So yeah, I I definitely uh, agree. Like I mean, I think we always been like that. That's that's our lives where we we definitely see all of the wrongs. Yeah, and we don't celebrate none of the good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we have naturally been been hard on ourselves. So yeah, I I, I trust me. I don't walk around feeling like a hypocrite at all. Yeah, because people y'all know my life. Yeah, and uh, and I I I'm, I understand what Paul said. I'm the worst of all sinners. I'm right there. Sinners. I'm right there next yeah, to him. Like, yeah, trust me. Yeah. I'm right there, brother. <laughs> like, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that's that's a huge key that the listeners should yeah. know that we're not sitting here on the pedestal judging, pointing down. Ha ha ha. Y'all yeah. still struggle. Nah, like, yeah. heck, nah. We're 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 still figuring things out, and we're giving you lessons along the way. Now it's time to get canceled. Let's get canceled. Brought to you guys by Patreon. Guys, go to patreon.com. Subscribe to the Patreon, support us so in moments like these, we can speak the honest truth without the fear that anyone is going to shut what we're doing down. Here we go. Men being shaped by their environments, we talked about it. Let's talk about these women being shaped by their environments. Oh, yeah, they and they shaping themselves. Wow. That's, part of the, that's part of the problem. I've, I have seen such a template. Okay. When it comes to women, such as a consistent template, and I've seen how the environment today puts out this same template. And I'll, I think I was going to do a video on it, 
I'm not sure I was gonna do a video and I want to talk. Uh, I'll save it. Do I want to save it for Patreon? I'll think about it. Is is it? We'll figure it out. So, I've I've re- I was like, man, like the things you can do today shape you to where men are so disposable and irrelevant. The environment that they're in makes it so men are irrelevant and disposable in ways that blows my mind. Yeah. Like the, the 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 access certain women have to certain guys who could change their lives and the way they dispose them and don't even take them in like they don't find them valuable at all. And I will, I'm just like, yo, if I had access to the kind of guys you guys had access to, your life could be so much better. And I'm just like, what are you doing to not see that? And it's the environment. So let me give you an example. So, who do I want to call out without getting in trouble? This is about to be fun as heck. Okay, I called that girl from a couple weeks ago. So, a couple weeks ago, we were out. And there was this girl, she was out with us. Um, she was, she, she was um, new in town. And we were talking, and I was letting her know and about who the guys were. And I was like, yo, you know, this one of the guys are like, oh, that's my guy, so and so, so and so. I really, I really rock with him, man. You know, he's he's he helps me out a lot. He's doing really big things. And then in her arrogance, she was like, Well, I'm doing big things too. <laughs> and in all due respect, I'm not looking down upon anybody, mm-hmm. but she told us her career. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say she was a dental hygienist. Okay. The other guy was a dentist. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same. Not the same level at all. So to me, it was just like, I'm not discrediting that you're doing big things, but you're not doing the big things they're doing. And what can happen is you can, not saying that you will never or you can't, you can if you could learn from them the way I'm trying to learn from them. Because the money that they're bringing in is a whole different kind of money. But she was like, oh, no, 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 I make money. Man, you girl, boy, you don't know about me. I make this money. Da, da, da. I'm like, you don't see, you're not seeing what he could do. The game he can put you on that can, that can open so much more doors in life for you. But she just viewed, oh, he's just some guy, another guy. It is what it is. But me, I'm like, bro, I want to soak as much wisdom as these guys as possible. So the environment makes women think men are disposable. And even even today, when we were out and the girls were like, oh, yeah, I went on um, this, this app and I met other girls. I'm, like, I'm not anti going on apps to meet people, but the way you go to places and you treat women is not the way you treat men in the room. Mm-hmm. The way they were interacting with each other as women was not the same to interact with men in the room. And even if you played the game, oh, well, you guys are men and men are this and men are that and men are that. I'm like, yo, like, where is the humanity in each other? You know, where is the humanity in each other? And so I just noticed that the culture today and the environment today just makes them feel like they don't need men. They don't value men. And the, some of the guys they can meet who could really open crazy doors in their life they just throw them to the side like they're nothing. No, nah, I mean, 
You're absolutely right, man. I think um, I think especially with these these women that don't have kids or not around thirty. Anything younger than thirty, eighteen to thirty, they don't care nothing about no guys. It's um, how can I put this? I think the way, like you said, the environment and really society and these organizations um, and these different influencers are shaping what is success for women today. And if you if you are at the level where you do not need a man to provide for you, to me, I feel like that's all they care about. <laughs> you know, I feel like that is like the pinnacle level of like the top of the top. I have my own career. I have my own car. I have my own apartment slash home. Don't buy a house, lady, if you haven't bought a house. That's the biggest mistake of your life. But we'll talk about that later and for another day. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and then they'll find some form of nurturing slash love. And it's usually... If it's not a side piece guy, it's usually a pet. Bark, bark. Bark, bark, right? So if your influencers, like you say, your, your environment, the society, the government, organization, propaganda, marketing, is all saying, music as well, Jesus and Lord, mm-hmm. all saying that this is the pinnacle, this is the top of the top, you are I E D E P E N D. I don't know how to spell it. You know what I mean? You are independent. She got her. Like, like those things. And Lord, don't let her be attractive as well. Yeah. Don't let her be a baddie and have all those things. Yeah. So it's like if I have all these things that yeah. all that list I just gave says makes me the top of the top woman. Yeah. And I have everything else is fulfilled, mm-hmm. you know. I don't. I. I. I listen. I don't use vibrators. <laughs> I don't know the difference between penetration and vibrate, but apparently it ain't that much of a difference. Where they feel like they they just they can have that on top of everything else, and they're good. Yeah. So she, I don't know. Her example is kind of crazy, but to me, if if you don't have the status yeah really a blue check if you don't have that and then if you don't if she, if you are just a stranger i mean i imagine you and her were just strangers yes so she doesn't know you like that if she knows a person that is trying to tell them about the dentist and she trusts that person and that person's giving that dentist good work yeah. then it will make more sense to be like all right i'll listen but since you Technically, right now, if we're being honest, men are generally the enemy to these women, yeah. to their happiness, to their vulnerability, to their emotions. So it's like you got to break through that first wall for me to even trust you telling me about some random dentist yeah, yeah, yeah. in her mind, mm-hmm. you know, because they are they're being taught that I'm not a dance to dance in distress anymore. Mm-hmm. So you tell me about this guy's success. Well, shoot, I'm 25 and I got this. I got that. I'm successful, too. He mm-hmm. 45. Yeah. Look where I'm at 45, 25. Yeah. I'm successful too. I ain't got to listen to your dentist. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of how like that mindset that, you know, these these women are having because obviously they have more masculine traits and energy. And if they have all those things, then yeah, I feel like men can be very disposable 
And uh, just because if you're not, because especially those women, they have their own contract. Mm-hmm. They have their own terms and conditions. They have their own fine print. And if the guy steps out of that contract, you know, you're basically added bonus to my life. Yeah. If you're not a part of this, you can get tossed, yeah. kicked to the curve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, men are very much so disposable unless she is like overly super attracted to you. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And that's what I was thinking about because to me, I don't see men doing that to other guys. No, yeah. I, I'm not tossing, like, I'm not, I'm not not listening to a guy. Yeah. Because of whatever level, but even but thing. even what I'm saying is, to the to the point of if if there's a guy that I meet, yeah, that's doing well, there there's nothing in me that thinks I don't care what you do. It's always like, oh, how'd you get there? Oh, what can I do? What can I learn? What, you know, there's always a sense of like when there's other dudes doing well, there's a respect level for like, wow, you're doing dope things. Even like for example, Stefan L. Mm-hmm. Stefan Elk is treated the way we get treated a lot of the times. Yeah, he does. And to me, I'm like, you know who that man is? Yeah. You know, like, you do not know the game he can put you on and scale in this and because they Because they, their value and appreciation was given. So they don't even know the work that is required for him to be in that position. Because he had to earn it. So, you know, he they would never understand what level or what work or who he is because they already have the top of the top of attention, acceptance, and yeah. all that stuff. Because that's a great point because I think the modern world makes it that, like, an average woman is as valuable to her as a successful man. And we that's can end crazy. Up, we can end the podcast. It's nothing else to talk and about. And that's crazy. That, that's honestly the truth. That's crazy. Like, that's honestly true. Like I'm, I guess I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be, like rude or anything like that. But met met somebody the other day. You met three couple other girls. And all honesty, girlfriendships aren't real. So let's be honest. You said what? Girlfriendships aren't real. Oh okay. So so <laughs> okay. Like, like you guys, you guys are not like about to be friends. Yeah. Right. So the 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 lady was like, "Oh, I do YouTube," and I'm like, "Okay." Like, oh, we do it as well. Mm. There's nothing in them that's like the girl I met that was like, oh, what is your channel? Let me look it up. Da 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 da. Right? Oh, she didn't even say, I thought y'all had a whole separate no. conversation. No. Nothing. No. Nothing. She didn't even ask. Nothing. Go. nothing. So she don't know who she's talking to. A little dirty, disrespectful. And so to me, it's like, <laughs> you don't know. You just started. What we can do, how we can help, how we can do this, how we can do that. Like you don't even know. But, you, just but, but you just wouldn't even talk to me and then have a whole conversation with this other girl who in the long run is not gonna do much for you in your life. Yeah. Because of the value system. You know, the the average woman is she's so much more valuable. You know, like like and, and that and that's the thing where I'm like, okay, like I I agree with you. It's one of three things. They know you very well yep. from school or from work. Yeah. Two main ways of meeting somebody very well. Yeah. Um, is there another way that you can think about it where you can know somebody very well? School, work. Um, no, it's just time and proximity. Right? And then, that's, that's and the then if you guys have mutual friends and you guys are yeah, always together. And mutual all, friends. For yeah. extended period of time, right? Yeah. So that's the one way they find you value, value, value a little bit valuable. Uh, and then the second way is like a, a, a celebrity to them. Yes. So 
you can't be a celebrity that they don't know about. Exactly. Celebrity to them or you're such a big celebrity that even if they don't know about you, it's undeniable. Yeah. You know? Blue check. Yes. Undeniable. Blue check. Yes. But even to what I was saying where like a guy like Safan to, to them is just like a regular guy sometimes. Depends on the environment. Exactly. If they're in Atlanta, it don't mean nothing. <laughs> yes. If they're in Atlanta, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Because he, 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 you got to have the look. Yes. I mean, he, he getting that, but you got to have a look. look. I'm talking about Jewelry on jewelry, all this jewelry. <laughs> so much jewelry. And then, the, and then the third one is, like you said, she's madly in love with you, like a perfect type. Exactly. Those are the, that's value system. That's how you will get like these women attention, and yes. they'll just sit there and listen and, to you, and, and actually, and, yes. and so to me, I'm just like I think about that, and I, because I'm, I'm always observing. I this past couple of weeks, I used to go, I used to observe. I would observe how the girls talk to you. How did you talk to this girl? How did you talk to my friend? How did you talk to me? How did you talk? And they're always so much kinder to the girls. Guys, it's always the same. You a threat. Huh? You a threat. And, you, you and, a then, threat. and then my question to you is, when will men not be a threat? Never. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it ever is going to happen. I mean, they, I think I, don't, I only... I'm talking about society as a whole. Yes. I'm not talking about just an individual woman. I have an individual woman when a man is no longer a threat. No, when no, she's, society as a whole. Oh, never. Yes. <laughs> I don't think it would never happen, honestly. The so, way, unless it has to be literally a social media uh, influencer. It has to be a dramatic shift. I wonder if women were like this 100 years ago. No. But, but and, then, and then I wonder because people say, well, back in the day, men were doing X, Y, and Z and treating women like that. So if men were treating women worse back in the day than they are today, then why are women so much more on guard with men today if men are, were supposedly worse before? Because they, because they feel like, well, not feel like, they know their value, quote unquote, right? So they, that comes with some level of entitlement. And then on top of that, you have all these different channels in the world that are saying that men are the problem. The environment. The environment. Yeah. So, I mean, the like I said, humans are just naturally just going to, like, since God left, <laughs> humans are naturally destroying things. And I think we're in the social media information age. A lot of good came out of it. Yeah. We are blessed by a man, cannot complain. Only to a certain extent, yeah. but like, but also that social media information is destroying us at yeah. the same time. And with all the uh, the the information, if you feeding into the music and you feed into you know what everything else says, men are a threat to your happiness, to your vulnerability, to your emotions. And if they are a threat, and you are a woman that is in a position that has her own. And you really don't need a man to support you. Because back then in history, those women, even though they were getting treated like dogs, they needed men to live, to eat, to function. They needed those guys to do it. They had to unfortunately take those, take that abuse. Now, they're not taking that no more. Yeah, but I guess I, 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 I think you hit the nail on the head because to me, it's... Obviously, I believe that was a minority of men who were doing the abusing, yes, in my yes, personal yes. opinion. Well, yeah, um, man, we don't know. To, Yep, wasn't there. It was just my personal opinion. Um, but to me, I look at it like you come. There's there. It's one thing where someone's abusing you, and you have boundaries for an abuser. 
I agree. It's nothing if somebody is rude to you and you have boundaries for someone being rude. But to me, like you said, it's a it's all men who are not best friend, you know, Drake or, you know, Michael B. Jordan. All men who are not in those one of those three categories, you are now lumped as threat. You are guilty to proven innocent. And so now what happens, even for me, is that even with a heart to help and connect, I lose I lose motivation to do that with the quickness. You know, you know, you know, one of my theories is re- the reason why um you know, Clubhouse was so popular, especially if you was trying to be in the sexual dating marketplace, is because it gave a platform for men to not be threats. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta waste you wasting time as far as being on the on the app. You ain't got to get dressed. You ain't got to go nowhere. And these guys can get on there and they can, you can speak to them. You can really talk to different people and women can get to know you and build that comfort level. And they want to date nowadays. I mean, if they want to date afterwards, but nowadays, if you're trying to really get to know somebody, like you said, that's not a best friend. That's not on the Drake, you know, level or now a trustworthy friend that's bigging them up. You're always going to be that threat. Yeah. You, that's initially you're going to be that threat because of unhealed drama and trauma and childhood stuff in the past and also all because of the information that's feeding these women we're always going to be a threat it's, it's never going you literally have to like you said you have to your resume has to speak for itself yes. to get some level of respect from these women and that's the, not the crater now we ain't talking about nine to tens yeah we're talking about average yes yes Yes. Average women on up. Yes. Cause that, cause that's what I was gonna say before I lost my turn of thought when Princeton texted me. I'm sorry. But that's what I was gonna say. Because to me, as somebody who's like, you know what? Let's still help, let's still connect, let's still network, let's still build, let's still do all these things. Like it's you're asking for men like myself who actually want to build bridges, you know what I mean? Who actually want to like create healthier intergender dynamics you're asking us to climb mountains yes to help you no and that's the part where you don't even look that good yes (laughs) and that's and that's and that's the part where i've learned that's the part where i've gotten to where i'm like this is hopeless because what you're 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 not you're not trying here like you're not trying you want us to do all this it's it's the it's the theory it's the theory of the damaged girl's, you know, cry or the damaged girl's ballot. What she wants Prince Charming to do is she wants him to slay the dragon. Yep. Climb the tower. Yes. All the way to the top. You know, and then when he's in the top, battle the 10 minotaurs who are guarding her gate. Then when he gets to her gate, use a superhuman strength to lift the gate. Once he gets past the gate, then he has to find the magic key from Ganondorf to unlock the door. And once he unlocks the door, then he can get to know her. And she's a five. (laughs) And Chris, the star of the show, has officially lost the Chris Hive. Oh, man. The Chris Hive has 
I Let had to do it. The uh, building. I had to do it, man. You can't throw up great. an alley. You can't throw up an alley you yeah. and not expect me to that dunk it. That was great. <laughs> that was great. What? That was great. Oh my that was god. Great. But no, it's, I mean it's the and, honest and truth. So with all that to get to know you or to help you. Yes. Yeah. You know? Just to do all that. Like you said, the attempt. And, and, not a guarantee, just the attempt. So let's 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 save helping and let's do to get to know. This is what yeah. women don't understand. Okay, here we so go. you do all those things to get to know the chick. You climb the mountains, you go above and beyond just to get to know her. Here's the part that women do not understand. Women will get mad when guys leave, when guys stop talking to them. And know what they'll always tell me? He was doing all this work before. Yeah. And then he stopped. That's how you guys are. Guys do this. Guys put all this effort. Guys act like they're these great guys. And all of a sudden, they stop doing all these things. And I'm like, what you didn't realize is he had to slay the dragon. You know what I mean? He had to climb the walls. He had to battle the Minotaurs. He had to lift the gates. He has to get Ganondorf's key. He had to do all these things to get to know you. Yeah. Then once he gets to know you, he sees a damaged entitled brat. Exactly. And then he doesn't want to deal with that anymore. Chengdu. So he will leave. Got already got the bread. Hopefully got the head. And then you leave. And so to me, they're just kidding about the head part. Then leave. <laughs> but 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 so to me, they don't realize like you're setting yourself up every time because the guy is just doing that to get an interview a meeting with you yes. to see if he enjoys you but the, so the, the, the select few guys who are willing to do go on that type of never-ending quest yep. to win the maiden's heart when they meet the maiden it's like ah uh, you know the pot the pot isn't worth the, you know the journey exactly and so to the guys who are like in all honesty where we're in trying to connect, trying to, you know, meet women to bring on the show and to do other great things and to actually be better in society. We're doing this to help you. We're not even trying to smash. No. So it's like, this, we're not really getting much yeah. from this and we're going to stop. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know unless women are open to changing the environment. <laughs> what's the hope? It's not, bro. I'm, 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 I hate to be the one to say that. It's, you know, obviously there, there's going to be people that's going to change and understand and listen to the podcast and make adjustments every single day. But as society as a whole, it's just, it's, it's, cause to me, it's, it's, it's like if they're going to try what we're saying to do, like try to just be nice, get to know people, you know, treat people way that you want to be treated, whatever the case may be. If they do that one time, and they get hurt again. Yeah, they never going back. So it's like for the, for you, we're asking for these women to have discipline and endurance the entire time. Humans don't have that in general. Yeah. So for us to ask, you know, women to that to do that is just gonna be extremely hard for me to believe it. You know, and and to me, you kind of have to create your your avatar to a level where you get the respect that you deserve just off your resume. Yeah. And you have to deal with people like that versus try to continuously earn and earn and work and work for that. 
That's the Atlanta dilemma that I was talking about earlier. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you 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 find yourself to be like to do all these things because, like you said, you have to have you have to be best friend Michael B. Jordan, the attractive guy for dreams, or Drake, the superstar celebrity. So you're like, man, I gotta do all this just to get decent human treatment, and and to me, that's the part where it's it's just the unfortunate thing about the culture has to change. It just, I'm serious, man. Like, like what? Like, I mean, we can cut this if if it's like too much personal stuff, but like today, I was literally sitting as everybody was. I'm like, bro, like, do you know who you guys are around right now? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, do you guys know who you're around right now? Do you know, like, you don't, you don't, you don't even care. Nah. Like, we're, we're like peasants. We're men. We're men, peasants. They, we're peasants. They don't care, bro. Look at us, like, we're peasants. They just don't care. Yeah. They honestly just don't care. And, uh, I mean, like I said, I, I'm honestly, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. And, cause we, I think we, we talked about it. I don't think we put the episode out, though. Because we talked about, like, have you felt the change and, you know, with the success, with the money and all this stuff? It's oh, like yeah, I think we, different, yeah, yeah, we, we did. We didn't put the episode out. Oh, yeah, that's true. We did um, episode. So, now, I mean, I'm not really, my expectations so low with these women, dog. Yeah. Like, honestly, I really just be chilling. My problem is I, I'm so naive and I'm just like, maybe today will be a different day. You, and you say that every day. I said every day, and I'm living in like no, nah, I'm not expecting. <laughs> I'm hey, like I'm like if we're going somewhere with these women, like it's like either I'm if we're like say we're going for, like to a restaurant or to brunch or whatever. I'm going to brunch yeah. to eat with my friends. Yes, they are for a bonus. <laughs> if they cool, cool. If they don't, guess what? I came here for y'all. Yeah, like yeah. I came here for these mimosas or for these pancakes or whatever the case may be. This is why I'm here. So and I'm at that level because I realize it's a comfortable level for me to be at. If I want and expect certain treatment or numbers or to go somewhere afterwards with a certain woman and it doesn't happen, I'm I, I don't I, I don't even think like that no more. Yeah. I really don't. Chris all the stuff that happened. Humanity. Nah, 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 nah. Not by all means. I haven't did that, but I just I feel like that's just a healthy place for no, me. It it's good. A it's lot good. of stuff is just like I mean, you had seen it like a lot of stuff just happens. Yeah. Miami just yeah. we ain't gonna talk about Miami. Yes. But no, so environment is important. Seeing how it shapes you is important. Yes. Um, you know, this turned out to be an interesting conversation. Hundred percent. It, it, happen. it happens. You know, we didn't know what we was gonna talk about two minutes before we, we really cut the cameras on, we but we're here. We're here. <laughs> So as always, guys, patreon.com slash roommates get the masculinity course while you can. Thank you so much for all your love and support. We'll continue to give you amazing content. Roommates uncut this Friday on Patreon. My name is Afiz. Chris is the show. We don't do with fives. We don't deal with them at all. We're the roommates and <laughs> adios. <laughs>